guys, thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Maggie, I'm your host for the podcast, and I could not be more excited that you're here today. Take the time to connect with us online at Creative on all social media platforms. You can also visit us on our website, mblaircreative.me. Today, we're gonna to be talking about taking risks and realizing that you are a risk worth taking. I'm so excited that you guys are here today and I can't wait for you to listen in. So today, our main theme is risks, saying yes despite the odds. So this really kind of came out of a conversation with one of my friends who she's been wanting to start her own business for a while. She wants to get in the side hustle game. She was talking to me about it and she doesn't know if she wants to take the risk financially. She doesn't know if she wants to take the risk just mentally um, with working a full-time job. And I can completely understand that. I mean, any of us who have started a business, it's not easy on all fronts. And so she was talking about the fact that she doesn't even feel like she's worth taking that risk, taking that chance. She doesn't feel like her dream is worth that. And so I wanted to make this today, not only for her, but to anyone out there who feels like you're just not a risk worth taking. As someone who wants to start a small business, it's so easy to fall into this trap of it's risky. It's too much. I don't know if I can do it. What if I embarrass myself? What if people don't like it? What if no one supports me? I completely understand. I fell into that trap when I was first starting my business. And to be perfectly honest, when I was starting this podcast, I had no idea if people would listen. But the truth is, is you have to be willing to say yes. You have to be willing to lean in. And so today I wanted to share a brief story um, with you guys about how I kind of realized that I have to take a chance on myself before anyone else does. I have to believe that I I'm a risk worth taking because the truth is your dreams, your vision are completely valid. In the spirit of transparency, this is going to be a little bit of an embarrassing story. I'm not going to lie. When I first told this story to some of my friends, they kind of laughed at it and they were like, that sucks. That's, that's terrible. Why would you ever sit through that interview? And the truth is it was actually one of the better experiences of my life. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think if I had had a good experience, I would have started in Blair. In 2016, I had a job interview with a digital marketing company here in Charlotte. For those of you guys who don't know my background, I've currently been working for the past two years in disability and leave case management. And I really loved my job, but I also knew that my heart didn't lie there. Um, that it was really something where I would come home, I'd be really tired, and I my brain would just be fried. But then I would sit there and I would spend two or three hours building websites for fun, building content, writing blog posts. I had gotten into a few interviews with this company. The first interview was a phone interview, and then I had two in-person interviews. He'd given me some projects to work on, and I felt very confident going into this last round of interviews. I was the youngest person interviewing. I was one of three people. And I felt like, worst case scenario, I'm going to get a good connection out of this. Here's somebody who's been in the field for a long time. I can ask them for advice. At least this will end well, one way or the other. May not get the job, but at least I can you know, walk away with a, walk away with a connection. My last interview was with him and his partner. And his partner had never met me. He'd only seen my resume. 
And so when I walked in, first of all, he was surprised I was so young. And second of all, he was surprised that I walked in. He had seen my resume and had not really given it the green light like his partner had. We're kind of towards the end of the interview. He just stares at me in the eye. He asks his partner what he was thinking when he offered me the last interview. To be honest, I was completely shocked. <laughs> I was surprised that I had made it this far, but I was also surprised that he would blatantly say something like that. I mean, especially in front of me. I wouldn't have been surprised if he had said it behind closed doors, but why did he have to say it in front of me? And so he just stared me down, pointing out every reason why they shouldn't hire me. He looked at my resume and literally said, based on this sheet of paper, I don't know why you're sitting here. And it wasn't constructive criticism by any means. He just broke down every single reason why I was so unqualified for this opportunity, for this paid position with his company, and why I could never be qualified enough at this stage in my life. I struggled not to bite back. I held my breath. I nodded every once in a while just to make it seem like I was compliant. <laughs> but the truth was, I was on fire. I could feel myself blushing. I could feel myself getting embarrassed. And to be perfectly honest, it, everything in me wanted to just walk out. I didn't want to cry. I just wanted to get angry. I wanted to slam a door. I wanted to get in my car, play some Blink-182, and run down the highway back towards my apartment. But that's not what we do in interviews, is it? So instead of me going, slamming the door, running out of there, and never looking back, I just sat, listening to no positive spin, no opportunities for improvement, and to be perfectly honest, no opportunities for a job either from the way that it was sounding. It just was a slap of harsh reality in how unqualified I was for any position in communications, in public relations, in digital media, in digital marketing. He just was honest. And by the end of the conversation, I felt like I had made a mistake in even showing up. I was embarrassed, and ultimately, I felt a little discouraged. Because if this company was so upset that I applied for this position and had made it through all of these interviews, then what was I going to do when I was applying for other entry-level jobs at other PR firms or marketing agencies? I felt so unqualified. And by the end of it, he finally told me, look, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're just a risk, and you're a risk we can't afford to take. Then he asked me if I had any thoughts on what he had just said. I'd been sitting still for about five minutes, and I felt my heart was stoned. I didn't know what to say. To be honest, I didn't have any thoughts on what he had said because for a lot of his points, I agreed with them. I am a risk. I looked at his partner just as at a glance and his partner seemed to be pretty shocked that he said all these things too. I'm pretty sure his partner was proud of the fact that they had brought in such young talent. But the truth was, this guy wasn't happy. And so when I opened my mouth, the first thing I said was, yes, I'm a risk, but I'm a risk worth taking. I took another breath and I started to defend myself. 
I wasn't making excuses, but I started explaining that, yes, I may not have as much experience, but if I were to write down every single thing that I've learned since I was 15 years old, since I first got my first job, if I wrote everything down in every position that I had ever learned, was I really going to be unqualified for this job? Probably not. But the truth was, they gave me one sheet of paper and they said, put it all there. I couldn't give you much more on one sheet of paper. And I just sat there and I told him really honestly that I was willing to learn. You're not going to get many other people my age that are willing to just say yes to anything. He kind of cracked a smile by the end of the conversation and I ended up walking out and I felt discouraged. I felt more discouraged than ever. I felt like I walked out of there without a job and without a hope. And so I felt really disheartened by the whole process. And so over the course of the next few days, I really started thinking about how can I get more experience. In those first few days, I started forming M. Blair. That is where the idea came from because suddenly I really had the ability to grow my skills on my own time. I took a risk on myself. So the first takeaway, know that you are a risk worth taking. You are an opportunity worth investing in. And if you really believe in what you want to do, do it. There's nothing that is more rewarding in failing or succeeding at something that you feel you've invested in. And I think for me, a big part of that is that, yes, I may have walked away from that interview embarrassed. I may have walked away from that interview a little scarred. But the truth is, I walked away from that interview with a fire. I walked away from that interview with a desire to better myself. Know that you are worth taking a risk on. Know that you are worth the time that it takes to build your business. Know that your business is worth the financial commitment that it takes to grow your business. And know that your calling and your vision are worth all of the time that you're going to put into it. When you invest in yourself, that's a safe investment because no one knows you better than you. And yeah, sometimes we can get a little cocky and we can get a little zealous and we can kind of jump into things, but ultimately every failure comes with its own sort of success. And lastly is know when to walk away. Know when to walk away from that failure and say, I left it all on the table. I know that it didn't work out, but I'm going to take everything I've learned and step back. The truth is, is that I've had to do this twice. When I first started in Blair, it was back when I was 16 years old and I started my own photography business. I was taking pictures and eventually when I got my first DSLR, my senior year, I started taking graduation pictures. I was taking pictures at events. I was doing anything I could, but the truth was I wasn't doing it to the best of my abilities. I wasn't giving it my all. And to be perfectly honest, I was failing. Sometimes you just need to know when to put the camera down, when to put the dream down and say, you know what, I'm going to step away and maybe in a few years, I'll have a little bit more experience. Although we still do photography within Blair and it's still a big part of what we do. And I've realized in this transitional process in the past year within Blair is that my calling is building a digital space in a digital community, authentic, intentional, 
with ambition and passion behind it. And so I had to walk away from that vision to step into a new calling. Okay, guys, with that being said, I just want to take a second and say thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. I am so thankful to have so many people who are supporting M. Blair in our new endeavors. If you guys don't already follow us, please go ahead and follow us on our social media platforms. Um, you can go to our website and we have links to everything, or you can just search for us at M. Blair Creative. Um, you can also visit us online at mblaircreative.me.me. Um, and then if you have any questions for me, or if you want to send me a message at m e at mblaircreative.com. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. We have some really cool things planned and I hope you guys have a marvelous week and stay bold.